And we are live. Good morning, everyone. We are so excited. It's Triumph Tuesday. And yes, we're having some bandwidth issues, hence our setup again today. Um, but anyways, before we get into about all the whole bandwidths and all the kookiness that's going on, first off, it's Carol Sue, a.k.a. Naughty Boss, live from Vero Beach with two... This does. And good morning, everyone. My name is Janice, aka Wellness Diva on the Heart Rate Monitor. <laughs> Was not on the red mat this morning. Uh, I did the virtual class and that bag was rocking. Was it rocking? Well, that's good. You got some punches in, huh? Oh, a lot of punches, a lot of kicks. And gosh darn those damn derpies and froggies and oh my. Oh my, well, I'm excited today because um, as most of you know, I've been chatting a lot about it. I had a fall uh, with pickleball last week and I, you know, bruised my knee up good, but not only my, my knee, it was my hip, my ass, and even under, um, you know, under my armpit a, a little bit further down. So I decided, you know, I did some, some mild stretching and whatnot, and then obviously some work in the pool and uh today's the day i'm gonna get back at it uh, obviously i'm all in my red white and blue uh, i even actually decorated my my wearable nutrition i put a little red in there because i'm you know all decked out in red white and blue mm -hmm. and we're gonna go first so i'm excited about that and then we're gonna go play pickleball i'm gonna see how i do i'm gonna kind of hit the ball around a little bit just to kind of see how my movement is I did get um, this tape, and uh, when you start dabbing, I'll, I'll run and get it. It is a tape specifically for athletes, something tech, something or other. It's black tape, and they come in strips. So I'm going to uh, tape up my knee. Um, I'm going to do an area over here just to help, just to see. I guess it gives it that support or whatever. Uh, so what's going on in your world on this Triumph Tuesday? I'm just going to get my... Fruits and veggies going. Tell everyone what's going on in your world. Well, Triumph Tuesday, and well, I haven't gotten the hammer yet to smash my computer like I want to do sometimes. You know, when the there's a lot going on with the bandwidth, and and I don't. It's hard to think that we are the only ones that this is happening to. So, just a long story short with that, or short story, I should say. I went to print something out from, <laughs> excuse me, from my cell phone, which I do all the time. And then I went to print and every now and then my printer for whatever reason, it just doesn't want to print from the computer. Nor, for instance, I've been um, scanning in a lot of pictures and uploading them to that website. And then it doesn't want to <laughs> scan anymore. So now I was at a point where like everything I had to do late in the afternoon to get stuff done, I had to, okay, do it on the computer, then email it to my personal email and then print it from there. And I'm like, what the heck? You've noticed it over the last, I'm going to say good. I mean, we've had issues every now and then. Uh, right. And I think obviously during the whole virus pandemic, whatnot, there have been issues for some people, you know, whether it's more people getting online, who the heck knows, right? But we really have had some time where we didn't have any issues. 
And then all of a sudden, I was spending really over the, we're having nonstop issues. And even just even loading up my computer. And I swear, um, besides the bandwidth, I, I truly believe, and I'm not a conspiracy, conspiracy theorist. A lot of people say that. I'm more of a critical thinker. I do wonder, because we know that big tech has been kind of screwing with us with news and information, whether they're the ones that are doing something with the BM, you know, the 5G, the whole, I think that's why we're having issues. Um, that, that very well could be, but um, if I can't get <laughs> the printer and scanner or from the laptop, I just may have to call my computer guy. He loves hearing from me. Yeah, you were frozen for a second, so we didn't. I didn't hear all that. Um, no, but I was saying, yeah, I'm going to have to contact my computer guy. Yeah, no, I, I you yeah, know, they, I think it's between that and and I, I think when you because I've called, I've even called our service and said, you know, the internet is constantly, you know, you'll get that warning, uh, internet connection not stable. Well, why is that in this day and age? Why is it so unstable? And to me, it seems a little peculiar that it's, you know, we're less than, you know, we're six days and hours away from November 3rd. Well, speaking of November 3rd, so how exciting news it was for Amy Comey Barrett to be, you know, receive her um, justice. Well, now she's a justice, right? Her being sworn in. I guess there's another sworn right. in. Morning. But what I thought was kind of crazy was the response, especially from your senator in Connecticut. What a wacky doodle he is. He really is a strange. Senator Blumenthal. Yeah, he's got a strange. He's, a, he's got a strange way about him, even the way he speaks. It just there's something peculiar about him. I, I you, know, you know how it's sometimes you you naturally have a good vibe about somebody or you instantly meet somebody or maybe even somebody that you don't know and you just get this weird, get that weird vibe from something about him. I can't quite pinpoint it, but there's something very odd about him. <laughs> and his response was horrible, along with Schumer's, who they're basically, they're out for blood. Well, you know, payback's going to be a bitch, basically, is what they were saying. You just wait till we... They reminded me of like two-year-old, three-year-olds having... Uh, well, I wouldn't say three-year-olds, five-year-olds really mad and they're, you know, fooling and you're not going to let me have that toy, but you just wait. When it's my turn, I'm going to hold it tighter and you're not going to be able, I'm not going to share it with you. It was just that tone of tit for tat, but in a very immature, very unprofessional and it was, it was a, such a turnoff and I would be, if I was from that state, not and not, not that the uh, there we go we had a little wobble there. Not that the citizens should be embarrassed. Well, I guess the ones who voted for him should be embarrassed. But you know what a representation from one's state that they got this clown that's acting you know so immature. Like you're supposed to be in a pro professional position here. Well, here's the thing. Senator Blumenthal, I think, lacks a lot of finesse. So what I mean by that is when I listen to him speak, it's very hard. I also not, I'm not just hearing, 
um, listening, but I'm also listening to the tone of their voice. And it almost sounds like lately because I'm just going to come out and say it, Schumer, the Dems, you know, Pelosi, all them. It's like they are trying to convince themselves in the tone of their voice that they are correct, but that's not how it's coming out. So it's like the emoji with the, the vomit coming out. Yeah. Every time I, I see Senator Blumenthal, that's what I picture, the emoji, emoji getting sick. Um, I tell you right now, neither of them are good for your health and wellness. If you are, if you want to get excited and you want to watch something and you want to be in tune to what's going on, those are the two people you don't want to listen to because you listen to them either you start yelling and screaming at the television, or you're ready to like vomit, as you say, or you just you, you scratch your head and you say, "What are these nincompoops doing?" Like they sound like idiots. I mean, isn't there the old saying, elections have their consequences, meaning, you know, if a party controls something, and, and it's also applied to Republicans, if, if you're in mm -hmm. control, you're not, things are not always going to go your way, but isn't that part of life? Things don't always get your way, and a tantrum from an adult is probably one of the most preposterous things I've ever seen. Even, even in sports as well, when sports don't get their way, like they just showed, um, uh, it was Lakers, I believe that they won um, the NBA. And I, I think LeBron James is on that. And he started to chat about, he was saying negative things about Trump, but I thought, he just won, you know, and, and mind you, their, their, their viewership is plummeted along with the NFL and all the other sports teams. Because people are, people are people in America are tired of knowing that people in power, whether it's in politics, whether it's in sports, whether it's Hollywood, that you're granted, you are, you are, you are really placed in such a platform that probably could not help happen really in any other country. That we're so blessed that we have the ability for prosperity and to do the things and passionately what we love and to have that influence. And when you have that platform and you are on that platform stage and you act like that, you just, you're such a turnoff. And I think because the professional sports have really seen the power of the consumer from a political standpoint, politicians are seeing uh, the power of the voter. Like they're tired of the red tape. They're tired of the deep state. A lot of people, when they hear the deep state, they automatically think of Democrats. It's not, it's Republicans. It's anyone that does not do, want to do service and justice for the people. And I'm underlining something about power and money hungry, don't you think? Yes, exactly, because you know, I can understand if all this was, especially what happened with Amy Coney Barrett, was not according to the Constitution, but hello, they're following the Constitution. He has the constitutional right to do that. So now the Dems are trying everything in their power and this isn't right. And it's like they're stamping their feet. I can, you know, imagine, uh, you know, I'm picturing a two-year-old, you know, stomping their foot on the ground. The, you're wrong. Period. End of discussion. Yeah, why, waste, why waste 
taxpayers' time with that garbage. The other, the other kooky thing that we heard this morning, speaking of health and wellness, because I'm imagining, what if you were that voter, the early voter, and you're like, oh, now that, you know, the, really when you think about the last two weeks have transpired uh, during the early voting time frame, and a lot of people did, they jumped on the whole early voting thing, I still like to vote on the actual election day, although I think we are voting today. That's, I believe that's what we've decided to do. To me, it's going to feel a little weird because I absolutely love voting on the, you know, the actual day of the election. I think this early, and I understood that obviously it was better for people, especially, you know, to keep the, the crowds down and the lines. And, you know, we're being mindful of uh, the virus. But I heard, or actually uh, John had heard, I'm not sure where he read it, so I don't know where this information came. It was some news alert he got, that there are some states, and I don't know if this applies to all states, but there are some people that want to change their vote. And I understand why they want to change their vote. I mean, I guess I could go either way. I can't imagine anybody changing their vote if they voted for President Trump to go vote for somebody that already has declared like the campaign's over he's, he's going to do like a few questions here and there like drive 25 50 miles closest to his border or whatever it's the whole thing's bizarre but from what i understood it was a lot of democrats that wanted to change their vote and there are states that and i don't know if it's all but there are some states that do allow that i don't know if that's across the board do you know do you know no, that I, I have no idea um I, I, honestly i've never heard that and I find it very interesting because obviously there are <laughs> so many ways to vote and I prefer to vote on election day. That's all just what we've always done. Um, but you have to wonder, and you know, for instance, uh, last week I, I had to go to the East Haven Town Hall ballot box right outside the town hall. I had to go to North Haven Town Hall yesterday ballot box and then in between i had heard and this is concerning um there was i don't know what state it was in but one of the ballot boxes caught on fire massachusetts. oh it was massachusetts i'm pretty sure it was massachusetts i heard that too and i believe in the ballot box you know and you don't want to make fun of that stuff but i thought oh lordy Turns out uh, they did arrest the person. He's like, I believe he was homeless. There was no like party affiliation, whatever. I, just, I think it's like a homeless person. From what I understood, that story could have changed. You'll see, as we know, news changes all the time. But the fire department had to come in and they actually had to douse water. Uh, and they said, I don't know if there's a voter count, you know, with the voter box. I've never even seen one. But oh, you froze up. We're frozen. Don't you just love these te tech issues? So while she's talking on Facebook, I can see Carolson talking on somehow. Okay. There you go. Now you're back. You're good. And I knew you were frozen on my side and you know, whatever. It's fine. I just kept talking. But anyways, the ballot. So they did. They, they drenched the ballot and um, now we're trying to reconnect on Facebook. Now see how, because I think it's what we're talking about. So, because we're still recording from your end for our podcast, I'm going to keep talking 
and we will hopefully we will get the Facebook Live going on again. Right now it says it is trying to reconnect due to the poor wireless connection. And here we are, we're back again. I, I think it has to be with the topic we're talking about. Anywho, the, uh, they salvaged, I believe, 82 of those ballots. So, but I mean, it just, the whole thing's a little crazy, um, you know, with six days coming, you know, I mean, we're coming down to the wire. And I think what is interesting is uh, Mr. Biden, is doing something that's very unprecedented and unpresidential. He's not really going out and campaigning. Now, I understand they're trying to, you know, I can't remember who said it, it was, it was so funny. It might've been, might've been either, oh, who's that funny, I think he's from Louisiana. That funny, he's um, got that heavy Southern drawl and he says, he's Senator and he says funny things. But anyways, he said, yeah, the lid of a garbage can. Or somebody had said that. Because again, he's putting this, what they call the new phrase, the lid, you know, not letting him go out or let not, let not, not letting him speak. But the other thing is when he did a virtual, he did a virtual event like two nights ago and his wife was sitting next to him. Again, the whole bizarro, it's like she's, she's there with him to protect him and to assist really in keeping his mind on track. That's what I firmly believe because this is the time that he starts talking about President Trump. But twice he says George, and uh, I believe it was one of the news networks, not mainstream media. It might have been one American news. I'm not sure, but you could actually they zoomed in on Jill, and you could actually see her saying like Donald Trump, Donald Trump, because he kept saying George. And I thought, hmm. And didn't he refer Joe Biden refer to President Trump as Abe Lincoln? He did, and that was in reference to a lot of people say he did not. Well, yes, he did. If you actually look, because we recorded the debate, and what was going on was President Trump was correlating what he has done for the black community versus like, like there's no other president other than possibly Abe Lincoln. So that's where he was making the correlation between him and Abe Lincoln. And then the next, when it turned over for Joe Biden's response or whatever rebuttal, he calls him Abe Lincoln, and and you hear President Trump say, "No, I'm not Abe. I'm I'm, I'm you know I'm talking about the two like, so you could just you could just see and you know a lot of people while I'm you know people are making fun of that. I think it's really sad. I just think it's sad. You you know your loved one is not fit. You know put put aside all the Hunter Biden crap and all that." He is not medically fit. And a lot of people will say, oh, you're not voting him for him because you know, you're an independent, but you're more conservative. I don't know how many times I've said this. If the two things, I always say, name two things that either you're really passionate about, why you're voting for someone, and two decisions or light bulb moments or whatever that prevent you in good conscience from voting for the other person. And I've been very public about it. I find that his behavior with children is disturbing. That has nothing to do with politics. That for me is a sole piece to his character or lack thereof or, or oddness or weirdness or something that makes me feel uncomfortable. It makes me feel uncomfortable to see a grown man and I don't want to use the word groping, but you know, massaging and, and getting close to them. It, it's inappropriate. And I can't in good conscience vote for somebody to run the greatest country 
of the world who possibly has got some strange behavior going on, especially, as, and he's done it with women too, but especially with children. Like that in itself is a, a, a light bulb moment for me. And the other is he is mentally not fit. I don't care how you cut it. I don't care, you know, what excuses they make for him. The man has to go rest for a few days. They're obviously pumping him with a lot of medication for dementia and the other things. They have to be. I don't know that for a fact. Oh, here we go with another interrupt. Okay. There we go. Opinions are not facts. However, between the children, the weird behavior with the children, it, it's uncomfortable. The kids look uncomfortable. The parents look uncomfortable. Women have come out and said they don't feel comfortable around him. He does some very odd behavior, as well as his mental lack thereof. What would be two things that you don't vote for him on? His cognitive ability and the fact that he could potentially have his hands on the nuclear football and so many other things that I just can't. But that is like no. I just have a real problem with that. Potentially having his hands on that nuclear football with his cognitive issues, that's a huge problem. The, obviously the children thing and just so much more that I, I could talk for an hour, but don't want to bore everybody with my opinions. <laughs> Tell us what you triumphed over, because we love talking about Triumph Tuesday. Well, what did I triumph over? Well, there's always that thought when I am going to do a virtual class that, ah, oh, no, you know, I'll just, you know, I'll do it later. You know, who really, who am I kidding? I know I'm not going to do it later, yet I'm bargaining with myself. Oh, you could get some more sleep. So <laughs> I set my alarm for 440 and I got right up. I'm like, no, yeah, of course I would love to sleep late because I have issues with sleeping lately. But I triumphed over that. And that's, that's a real struggle for people that do get up early, especially when you have um, interrupted sleep. So I got it done. I agree. I triumphed over, I'm an active person. Like for me to force myself to nurse my body. So obviously with my knee and you know how when you something you get in bed and you like you, you just kind of climb up like we have a higher bed and you just like you put your knee down first. And I, I really had to make a conscious effort to to lead with my left. Now I'm right handed. I'm, I do mostly everything by the right side of my body. I had to make a conscious effort because every time I did put my knee in that position, I'd, I'd scream in pain. It, it, it was pretty bad. So that's better. But it was really like itching because I want to get back on the court. I want to play pickleball. I uh, was even even doing my stretch pants. I had to be careful because I could just feel like my muscles and ligaments or whatever. You know, I'm not 100 percent sure on and I know they're getting better and I know they're just bad bruises. But to actually be that person to say, I got to take it slower. Uh, and it was really it's been since last Friday, last Friday was the last day I played pickleball. So Saturday, Sunday, Monday, two, so, you know, three days off doesn't seem like a lot, but it, it was, it was tough for me. And I thought I was going to go stir crazy. 
so what I did was I said, well, if I can't do that type of activity, at least uh, let me do, you know, some, some things around the house, some things I hadn't gotten to. So I did accomplish that. So those were goals, but I really want to be on the court. The other, the other thing was the weather was not cooperating as well. It was that kind of, we had a few days of that gray, gloomy, you know, curl up on the couch weather. That sucks the life out of you. And to triumph over that and, you know, put, put on some lights or, you know, get yourself excited, put on some music so you can dance or whatever. That was hard. So I triumphed over those two things. So I was, I was glad about that. And uh, this week, who knows what I'll triumph over. I've got, you know, a few things on my to-do list. Hopefully I get them done. But we talk about Triumph Tuesday with your health, your wellness, your mindset. And what it is, is it could be a simple, something as simple as, hey, you need to take a few days off because you're, you're physically can't do what you got to do because you've injured yourself. Maybe it was getting up and knowing that you, Hey, I've signed up for this virtual class. I'm going to commit to it. I'm going to, Oh, keep myself accountable. Keeping ourselves accountable is a triumph because it doesn't always happen. You know, we always have good intentions. We're going to get this done. We're going to do that. We're going to do this. I got this on my checklist. So whatever your triumph is, Hey, maybe it was making the bed. Maybe you made your bed for the first time in eons, okay? Pat yourself on the back. You triumph. You go. What do you think? I love that. And yes, I make my bed every day. It has to be just so. And me too. <laughs> on that note, as always, thank you so much for tuning in. We love to hear from you. Um, you can find us on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Cast. Radio, Public, and Overcast, as it is here today in North Haven, Connecticut. My name is Janice, a.k.a. Wellness Diva, along with two sisters. And I am Carol Sue, a.k.a. Naughty Boss. I'm super excited today. I'm going to go out on that court. I'll let you know how I do. And I'm going to go vote. So please, go out, go vote. Six days. If you don't know who you're voting for yet, Message us. We'll help you along the way. <clears throat> Excuse me. You guys have a great Tuesday. Go out, triumph over whatever you need to triumph because you're going to think your future, your future self is going to thank you for it. You guys have a great day, everyone. Bye, everyone. Have a great day.